Welcome to Paranormal, the New Normal. My guest tonight, I am very excited to have. My guest is Wynn, and she has a bunch of stories that I am dying to hear from what she's told me already. And she didn't really give me details even, so I am dying to hear them just based on the broad spectrum she told me. So, Wynn, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing perfectly fine. If you guys can't hear me, that's because I'm in a hotel room in Aspen, Carlisle, and one of my paranormal stories happened here, actually, so it's ironic that I am back here recording this podcast, and it's ironic that I'm about to share this story. Well, we're lucky to have you, and if your audio goes out a little bit, no big deal, but right now you sound fine, so... Why don't you start by telling us about your near-death experience? Because that's what I'm dying to hear about. Okay, for... my near-death experience. Well, my I thought you wanted to hear about the ghosts first, but I'll start with the near-death experience. My near-death experience happened June 14, 2006. I have a physical disability called cerebral palsy. You guys can look it up or listen to my other work to figure out how cerebral palsy affects my life. But in this case, my near-death experience was when my spine went dead for 20 minutes on the operating table. They also gave me propofol infusion syndrome, which means your blood turns acidic. But the scariest part was me being um, paralyzed for 20 minutes and I actually saw angels and had a nice conversation with a higher power and I'll just leave it at that because I don't know your religious standpoint. I don't know anyone's religious standpoint who's listening to this podcast. Well, anyway, the higher power said, I'll bring you back. I'll bring you back from where you were coming, where you were coming from. I will put you in a, um, on a walker, which is true. I have been on a walker since then. But the funny thing is that through that conversation, I became gay. I was gay starting at the age of six. I didn't tell anyone because they were more concerned about my cerebral palsy than they were about me being gay. And so in 2006, I, during that operation, I reopened up the doors to me being gay. Interesting. And when you say you saw a higher power, and I mean, I, I personally myself am agnostic, so I'm open to all possibilities of what's out there, but I understand you not want to give it a in a name because of other people may not believe the same thing. But did you did could you see the higher power or did you just hear a voice? I just I could see it, but I could I could see it, but only for two minutes, and I I could definitely hear a voice. Did I, I'm get. What did the voice sound like? Like was it like was it a powerful like 
masculine almost by voice or was it different? It it was what you would think it was. Um, it was actually um, a powerful voice saying, I will bring you back to the planet. You're not I'm not done with you yet, basically, and I will bring you back to the planet, but how you come back to the planet will be completely different. One, you will be on a walker. Two, you will have to open up and accept that you're gay, which I already accepted at the age of six, but then I was fully transformed um, on June 15th, knowing that I was gay and knowing that I was going to be on a walker for the rest of my life. Yeah, which, I mean, that's, well, having to be on a walker the rest of your life is devastating enough, but to have to reveal your truth out there that you hid for so long, that must have been very devastating. Like, I mean, well, maybe not, maybe not devastating, but very conflicting that's a better word for it they um being on a walker is more devastating than revealing my troops i actually didn't reveal my troops until after my father died because he was so homophobic that i thought it was gonna be cousins if i told him so i actually didn't come out of the closet as they say um until after my Dad died. Yeah, which I, I don't blame you. I mean, I've heard of a lot of people doing that because their parents are so against it because they're old minded back to the from the yeah. old ways that the, the whole world used to be about that. But which it's a, it's a horrible thing. It was a horrible thing. But I think the world's slowly getting better and better. But who knows with the way the government works nowadays, what's going to happen? Yeah. But so. After you came, after you came back to life twenty minutes later, did were you able were you ever able to hear the higher power voice again or communicate with it in any way? I um I woke up to on June fifteenth and said what a what hospital is this one am I here and I um. I remember them telling me later on that um, when you were young enough not to say that, that's all people's syndrome. That's not you. You were only 17, 16 when that happened, and you're not supposed to say that. So I don't know whether the higher power asked me to say that or whether I was on so many pain pills after that, so many pain drugs slash morphine after that. I think I was on pain drugs. I think it was the pain drugs more talking than a higher power. Yeah, I could see that possibly. I mean, so the higher power hasn't spoken to you since? Uh, the higher power has spoken to me. Well, he's spoken to me a lot more recently. Um, she, through telepathic conversations with both my mother and my father. Um, my mother, primarily my father, sometimes shows up, but um, my mother, primarily, and this started um, 
happening this last year. My mom's been gone for 12 years, but um, this started happening, conversations, full-on conversations with my mom in my dreams and full-on conversations with other people in the room, too. And that only started happening um, this Actually, it started happening in 2010, and then it happened more frequently once I began to make big moves, like selling my house and moving, doing a two-state move by myself to Arizona. That's, yeah, I mean, that's a big move for anybody, let alone someone that's walking with a walker. I mean, that's... yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. That's stressful as could be, but so I could I could <laughs> yeah. see that why, I could see why that would be a time for communication to happen though because yes. it likes to happen a lot when we're stressed out or when we're really worried about yeah something. yeah. So since well, you said you're in a hotel in Aspen and that you actually have a ghost living with you. Something you told me off I, camera. But. No, I actually have a ghost. I used to work with a ghost, believe it or not. I you, I had a job up here for um, 13 years before I left Bumalay, and I used to work with a ghost. What did that and ghost? Even, even though I never saw that ghost, apparently it haunted where I used to work. Interesting. What were the... How, how, how did... How, was it known that it was haunted? Like it, did the ghost? It landed up in the bathroom. It landed up um, in the cafeteria. It just things would move, and I never had the chance to see it. I know it was there because people told me about it, but I never had the chance to actually work with the ghost. Actually, it's one of the things I miss because. People actually told me about this ghost, and I never had the chance to work with that, the actual ghost. Well, I mean, I can't say I'd want to work with a ghost, per se, <laughs> per se but... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 but, um, but I, um, I have had stuff, um, when I was selling my house, I actually had spirits move stuff around my house. So yeah, that was interesting. Living living with a ghost, and that, that was interesting. I actually think that one was the spirit of my dad trying to mess things up. Uh, we landed up selling the house, but um, I actually think the first day we were selling the house, that he was trying not to. He was trying to protect the house as long as they could. Makes sense. I mean, spirits are in a house, and then once they get used to the people that are living there, and if they like the people that are living there, they tend to not want those people to leave because they don't want yeah. to deal with someone. They don't want to deal with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, exactly. It's, like ha- it's like having a neighbor, and you find out they're moving out, and you like that neighbor, and you're like, oh, I don't want you to move out. I don't know who's going to move in now. It could be yeah. some weird person. <laughs> but Exactly. So, I mean. Did the spirits around your house like 
you said they moved things around, but did they ever show themselves to you? They, um, they have, I knew it was my dad, but he never showed himself, um, to me, but I knew it was my dad because of the stuff he moved. Like certain books your dad loved or certain things uh, like that? Like, let's just say he moved a pair of curtains that he did not like. <laughs> and let's just say we were trying to show my house when that happened. So I think he just decided to um, move the curtains and we could not, we could not get them up. Back up, all three of us could not get them back up. Wow, that's just... I mean, it's not as bad as it could be with the things spirits have done in other houses, but it's definitely still creepy in a way. Well, I mean, I would... yeah, creepy in a way that the curtains literally fall off the curtain blood the day we're trying to sell that. The day we have our first showing, I don't think so. And these curtains had never moved in, moved in life since far as off the wall. Yeah, and which, I mean, because I actually have spirits in my house. The couple that built the house still live here. And, like, the other night at 2 in the morning, my wife was like, there's one standing in the doorway right there. I don't know which one it is, but one of them is in that doorway right there. And I'm like, and we were both, and I mean, we were both having a couple of drinks. So I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever you say. And I I walked through that doorway, and I got the coldest chill of my life. Like, the whole, the AC's on the house, but, and also the whole house is pretty cool, but, I walked through that door. It's like walking into a freezer. It's like, oh my god! Like, okay, she's not wrong. Yeah. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. But <laughs> yep. Please, please don't follow me to bed and watch me sleep. But <laughs> yep, yep. Because I mean, it's that's when I get feelings in my house. Is when I'm looking, when I'm in bed, laying in bed, like trying to fall asleep, and all of a sudden I see something go past the doorway on my peripheral without my glasses on, and I'm like, uh, yep. what was that? I'm not going to sleep now. But so. Do the go did the ghost follow you to your new place or no? Uh, the ghost has checked it out. Um, the ghost has checked it out. He knows he the ghost knows I'm in Arizona. He um my father knows I'm in Arizona. He's his spirit has checked it out, and I've actually talked to it. Talked to him in the walls. I said, dude, you gotta close the door because um, on a winter day when it's not windy, my door will open. And I'm like, dude, you gotta close the door because we can't have this. The door goes directly outside. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yes, this ghost knows I'm in Arizona. Yes, I brought pictures of him down and Yes, I brought his one of his precious belongings down with me. So I don't know if um, I don't know if he approves me living in Arizona or not because I kind of stole one of his precious belongings off his wall. But um, that's okay if he if he doesn't want it down there, it will move on its own. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Which that I mean, so I'm guessing that means that 
maybe it, it most likely might be your father then, because the spirit's not connected to the house. Apparently, it's connected to you. Yeah, which no does no. does happen. It it does happen, and I know I had, I know I have intense conversations with my mom. Not so much my dad. Not it's not so much my dad. My dad, my dad could do things inside the house, and I would know about it. But um, he and I are not having conversations in in the dreams. Well, like like you said earlier, you you didn't come out till after he died because you knew he wouldn't approve of it. So, do you think that's related in some way? Yeah, I do. I do. I actually do because um, he he wouldn't approve of it. So um, so I didn't come out. So he he doesn't know I'm gay, which um, which was my own thing. And he actually asked me once, "Are you gay?" And I said, "No," because I know your conversations um, behind the scenes, but. Um, he and I still had a very strong relationship. I had a strong relationship, and I still do, with my biological mom. And it's, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean, at least the, at least the spirit isn't trying to take it out on you or something because of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. My... But, that, but then again, if he's in the, if he's in the afterlife, maybe... Maybe the higher power told them, like, you have to accept this or you're not going to ever move on. Yeah, well, um, yeah, well, I don't think he would have accepted that his only daughter was gay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of old school parents can't do that. And I I, I don't feel the same way, but I, I, I definitely could accept my kids if they did that one day. But I don't I, – it's – I see where they're coming from, though, because in the old world view, that was just the way it was. And, and it's interesting. The person that he almost married, my dad, almost remarried, didn't um, necessarily, she wasn't homophobic. She still isn't. And when I told her that I'm gay, she goes, I love you no matter what. Well, that's good. I mean, that's the way it should be, at least. So, but... yeah. So, any other interesting stories with any of these spirits you've been around? Oh, God. Um, the spirits, I'll probably have long conversations with my mom um, later when I get home because of things have been shifting while I've been on vacation in a good way, not a bad way. But I know she's um, watching everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, that's what spirits are supposed to do, technically, is watch yeah. pe people they love if they're if they're yeah. stuck on if they're stuck in this plane still at least. Or, I don't yeah. know how it works. I don't know how it works up there or down there or wherever they go. I don't know how it works there. Up, they might down sideways. I don't know. Well, uh, with 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 extra dimensional travel, sideways is possible. <laughs> but yeah, up, down, sideways, I don't know. So, any other experiences you want to talk about? Um, I want 
and a lot of people don't know this, they know I had um, several surgeries over the um, over the years, and I'm going to mention a medical term here called a hip spiker, which means it, the cast goes up to your hips, and there's a bar in between your legs. And I, you're not supposed to do this, so don't follow my advice there. But I remember walking in a hip spiker. I don't know what spirit made me do that, walking because I needed help. And my dad was still alive at the time. And then I fell over because you can't necessarily walk in a hip spiker. But I don't know why, why I did that. Why I landed up getting up in a cast, hard cast, mind you, and walking almost to the next room. Huh. That's so I'm I've been thinking that someone was trying to either test my agility or um I desperately needed help so I thought I would be <laughs> independent. Yeah, I mean walking in a hard body cast that seems almost walking impossible. Walking in a hard body cast. That seems almost impossible. That seems like it's something that you have to have some kind of energy in you that's not natural yep. to do that. Yep, yep, yep. And I probably had some, I like to be independent and I fight back when people don't allow me to have my independence. Of course. So, yeah. Which, that's a very respectable trait for sure. So, so with all this spirit, spirits talking to you a lot of people that a lot of people that have spirits talk to them also have what we call heavenly beings or angels talk to them as well have you had that happen i have had that happen i have had spirits talk to me i've had angels talk to me um i've had it all do they ever tell you anything like important, like for the future, like things you need to do, or they, like... um, they have, they have, and they have. It's been really interesting. Um, it's been a really interesting week because, believe it or not, they have told me stuff um, that I now need to when I get home, and it's like really interesting because they seem to be watching all this chaos and um, they seem to say stand up for your rights with one individual in your life and say stop because she is as strong as I am personality-wise, and yet she doesn't seem to want to get out of my life. <laughs> yeah, which... Do the, and do the, the spirits are telling me, you need to kick her out. You need to um, kick her out. I've told people that I want to kick her out, and the spirits have been telling me that, and she's like, no, I want to do my job. I want to stick around. You keep fighting me. I'm like, 
Well, if you don't treat me as if I have a brain, then I'll keep fighting. Yeah, which, I mean, that's that's only right. It's only right that they treat you that way. And, I mean, yeah, as if you, she wants to treat me as if I have CP and that's it. Not treat me as an equal. I am, I could be her oldest sister. I could be this person's older sister, and yet she wants to treat me as, yeah, and I fight her, which the spirits, to get back to the spirits, the spirits keep telling me, get her out of your life. You do better on your own, living on your own. Of course, of course. And she just doesn't want to she will say I'll help you so transition I'll say I'll be nice to you but please just get out of my life and that's what the spirits keep telling me and it's going to be interesting in the next couple weeks here whether she finally gets the message and she goes I hate religious people (laughs) She told me that day one, and I'm like, that's going to be a hard one, because that's going to be a hard one. You, Even though I don't mention my religion, I'm still religious, and I still believe in angels and spirits. And Yeah, which, I mean, I, I even as an agnostic, I never would put someone else's religion down or say, I don't want to talk about religion. Yeah. Like, I, I love talking about religion, because I'm trying to being agnostic, I'm trying to find my path like the way it should be, and it's hard. It's like I hear so many different stories in my show that I got my head like in five different directions right now, trying to pick which way I think is the right way. But yeah, every, to each their own. That's my opinion on religion. To each to their each own. Their own. Yeah. Which. So, if you believe in angels, I'm pretty sure you believe in demons then as well. Uh yeah, I do. I am, I should be a better judge of character than I do. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but if you push me, I push back. So if I see a demon in you, I push back to protect myself. As you should, as you should. I mean, everybody knows that demons... If they do exist, because I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that some evil entity exists out there. The demons are just the name we give to them, but um, I, if they, they are not meant to be around people for good reasons. Normally, I'm sure there's no. exceptions. I'm sure there's exceptions, but they're, they're normally not meant to be around people for good. And it's good to keep them. It's better to keep them away if you can. But I've faced pl- plenty of demons in my time, so yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. So, any other any other interesting stories you might want to talk about, or not? Not that I can think of. Not oh. that I can think of. Okay, well, well, let me ask you this. Actually, then before before we before we go, do you do you believe in things such as Bigfoot by chance? If you believe in angels and demons, no. I do not believe in Bigfoot. I um, do not believe in um, 
aliens, aliens landing in New Mexico. I do not believe in that. I just believe in the angels and demons and spirits. You know, there are a lot of people that think that aliens are just angels or vice versa. I do know that. And you don't think that's a possibility? I don't think that's a possibility. Huh. I okay. don't think uh. that's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% sure that aliens are angels or angels are aliens or either one of those. Is I'm not sure how I feel about either of those. I mean, I personally think they're two separate entities. Like, I think angels are more earthbound to, to a degree. And I think that aliens are their own entities from other planets, possibly, or other dimensions. But that's just my personal belief. Everybody everybody has different beliefs. That's why the paranormal world is a great world, because there's so many different people out there, and they believe so many different things. But, well, I thank you, Wynn, for coming on the show. It's been great to hear your story. You are welcome. You are welcome. And I, um, I wanted to share my public um, people know that I had a conversation with God they may may not God in the angels they may not remember it I mentioned publicly a long time ago so I wanted to share that with your audience well I appreciate it and I'm sure my audience will as well so it where can people find you if they want to get you on their podcast to tell your story some more people can find me at askwin.com webelize.com or they can just google my name win w-i-n charles c-h-a-r-l-e-s i'm everywhere and they can just follow me on facebook too and i'm everywhere all right well you, you heard that podcasters if you want to find her that's where you can go and as all my listeners know check out paranormal the new normal facebook group and you'll see everything i do podcast wise or you can catch me on twitter and instagram as juggalo bastard so I will thank you once again, Win, for coming on, and I think we'll bid the audience farewell for tonight.